Uh, yep. Uh, here for the uh, press conference. I guess I'll um, take some take some questions. Yes. Hello, uh, the Guardian here. Since Gunnar Soros was laid off at the start of October, Arsenal have lost two Premier League games in a row against Manchester City and now most recently against Leicester. How correlated are the two events, and have you been in touch with Gunnar Soros since? Uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I talk to Gunnar Soros daily, uh, sometimes even multiple times a day. He's a dear friend. Uh, you know, we Jerry, I think his name is. Um, I just just have him in my phone as Gunnar Soros, but yeah, we talk we talk all the time. Uh, we talk all the time, and he's doing well. He's doing well. He can't wait to be back at the uh, at the Emirates. You know, when things uh, when things get better, get better. We you know we really just can't wait for the fans. And I think that's what it comes back to. There is an energy missing from uh, the fans, and yeah, of course, Gunnar Soros embodies that. You know, he's he's the best around. No questions. Okay, I think I can print that. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great answer. Oh, over here, BBC. Do you think yeah. Lester's win, and particularly Vardy's winning goal, can be attributed to his disgust that a party was in fact being had on the opposite side? If not, please explain, and do remember to show your work. So you're asking me if I think uh, Jamie Vardy was a little bit more motivated because we signed Tom's party. Um, you know, when we brought in Thomas, uh, we knew it was going to wake the league up. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it's it's just Jamie Vardy wanting to have a party and he's and he's going to throw out a little bit harder you know fair enough fair play to him I think he brings it every game he's an incredible player um you know what can you do uh we contained him most of the game but you know you know James still got in there and nicked a goal in the end so so fair play to the lad mm-hmm. yeah yep yeah, th- this is the athletic over here in the back mm. Aubameyang's form seems to have taken a nosedive since signing his new contract. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being Marouane Shamak and 10 being Thierry Henry, how worried are you? Um, I'd probably say I'm about an, an Adebayor. Um, I'll let you attribute a number however you see fit. I'll give you that creative freedom. Uh, I know the Athletic was going to take it anyway, so, so, so who cares? Uh, but no, you know, Please you, answer you, the question, sir. I'm I'm actually getting to the uh, the precipice of my statement, and I've been thrown off. So I'm going to start again from the top. Um, no, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Aubameyang, you know he's on he's gone you know five games. What is it without a goal? He's a top striker. He's going to get it back. Uh, has nothing to do with a new contract. He's he's being paid handsomely to to get goals, and I'm 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 sure he'll get some soon enough. Yeah, Daily Mirror, Daily Mirror, back here. How do you rate Mesut Ozil's abilities as a Twitter pundit, and would you rather have him playing on the field? Uh, well, no, I don't think I'd rather have him playing on the field. That's why we left him out of both the, uh, the Premier League squad and the Europa League squad. Uh, appreciate his support off the pitch, but uh, quite frankly, I uh, thought we were going to be ending the Mesut Ozil questions by leaving him out of the squad. Didn't think it would pick up again. So, oversight on our part. Um, thought we were bearing it, uh, but here we go again. Yes, this is, my, this is my son. He reports for the Daily Mirror for kids. Uh, which of the following would you most associate with the actual sound a dog makes? Woof, bark, or bow wow? Woof, bark, or bow wow? I'd probably go woof. I think I'd have to go woof. Yeah, yeah. Stamp it. Woof it is. Top, top. And yeah, over here for the sun. After the Leicester loss, Mikel Arteta was definitely seen in the dressing room poking a Pep Guardiola voodoo doll and saying, and I quote, come on work, you bold bastard. How do you explain that? 
Spaniards have this ancient art, which Mikhail has vowed, I do not disclose. And out of respect to him, I can't tell you what this art is, but uh, it is something unique uh, to these to these Spaniard coaches. And they play with these dolls. They make beautiful tactical decisions. You know, there's not much more that you can say. Uh, it's just, uh, I'm, it's actually a little insulting uh, that you that you're prodding around in people's business like this. But you know, what can I what can I say? It's the sun. Great, thank you. And who do I credit this quote to? Um, Mikel Arteta. MD. I won more premierships alone than the other he 19 managers. He has created an absolute respect. Boys, we are here to rant. James, we have to do justice before we just slide right into the top four. I didn't want to get off track. This, this is one of the best title races of all time. Good afternoon, and Patrick. You're in a really heated race to finish in the top four. And you trot out a BT. What on earth? I don't have an option. I'm talking worldwide. Wow. Welcome. Welcome. To Prem de la Prem. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the number one Premier League podcast in the United States that is hosted by James and Patrick Crowley. It's Prem de la Prem. It's match week six recap. Today is Thursday, October 29th. You just heard, I guess it was Mikel Arteta himself regale us with... MD, practicing doctor, believe it or not. Uh, getting into the nitty-gritty of what happened with Arsenal. We got a big game to look forward to. We don't need to look into the past for Arsenal, but why don't we do this? It's been a while, Patrick. Let's jump straight into you done now. What we got here is a United versus Arsenal head-to-head. And if you're familiar with you done now, all I need to do is say a statement, no questions asked, and Patrick over here will defend it to the hilt. This is this is going to be a very difficult test for you. If you can pass this, I'm confident in you moving forward, no matter what what form this segment takes. All right, Patrick, why don't I send this in? I'll do the first one. And this is a toss-up in the sense that, you know, we always start with the easy ones. It's Beneficial to both teams. Here we go. United versus Arsenal is still the best rivalry in the Premier League. Yeah, hands down. I mean, it certainly has the best history. There are North versus South, Red versus Red. So, you know, stained blood coming together. You know, we're all, we're, we're all warriors out here. I wonder if your time would have gone out on stained blood. I didn't. I don't know why, but I tend to just kind of. I kind of start with the ridiculous thing and then bring in the logical thing later. So I'm gonna all all of these takes just oh man, you gotta dust off the cobwebs for you're I done mean, now. Yeah, yeah. You 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 get into probably the the meat of the argument about thirty seconds in. Yeah. Well, James, <laughs> let me just say I didn't start nearly as neutral as you did. So. Let's go. And let me just say the uh, the Fred versus Danny Ceballos smacks a little different to Vieira and Keane. <laughs> you can't put that on a poster. Oh, imagine if they did though. It would be that, that would be that would be content right there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll put one together. Fred versus Ceballos. Yeah. Will they play? Uh, all right, my first one. In the entire history of the rivalry, Arsenal have at least the best three French players between both teams. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to pick out Fabian Barthez or David Bellion 
from the United French squad. We've always gone for some weirdos. Arsenal made its name. Is that one you actually believe? I'm trying to think. We have Louis Saha is a questionable United legend. Uh, Patrice Evra, that one, you know. Yeah. Did not think of that one off the top of my dome. Cantona was the one that... And, and Laurent Blanc. I don't really know wow. too much about that. Cantona. Yeah, history. you want that one back. Yeah. But hey, I played the game. Yeah, no, well done. Well done. Because it's, it's a, both both sides have uh, good one. I mean, we're, we're, I don't think Pog was in that conversation yet, but he certainly, you know, we'll see where his career's done. And then you have um, Henri, Perez, Emmanuel Petit, Patrick Vieira. So it's some good, obviously, really oh, without good a doubt. on the Arsenal side. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, but I was, I was curious if you thought Cantona would sneak into that. He was the one I was. I thought maybe French. He was. He was a. Obviously, he's like cult status, but he was slightly before my time, so he does fly under the radar for me sometimes. Yeah, Um, you had twelve of them, so you know it's tough to say. mm, Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, you mentioned Patrick Vieira, and here's your here's your next one. Vieira would not be the player he is without Roy Keane hulking over him. Every Batman needs his Joker. And Roy Keane played the perfect Joker to Patrick Vieira. He was a great villain, a worthy villain, villain, an equal adversary, one that could best him at times. Uh, but it's- is that right? Is yeah, I, that I guess I'm not really right. like you, you. You you gave me a way out of that one. Like you didn't really. I know. You made me like you. You didn't make me say that Keane that he was, was better. better. Yeah, I yeah, know. I know. Yeah. I'm saving the spicy for the last out. one. Don't worry. Oh man, I'm 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 serving up just a, a sampler's platter. <laughs> it's an all-you-can-eat uh, <laughs> Indian buffet. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. Well, I'll, we'll 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 see about the last one. Uh, okay, the second one here. The Invincibles is a more impressive accomplishment than the '99 treble. Yeah, I mean, drawing a game is an art. There's no two ways about it. You draw nine, ten games. You're you know you're you're st- you're sticking in there. You're avoiding losses, and that. You're done, no. Uh, you didn't really go in for that one. <laughs> Some people love that. <laughs> Including me, because that's the game. <laughs> that's the subtext. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, hush now. <laughs> it is interesting, because I was, I was... Obviously, I believe that, and I'm sure you believe the inverse. Uh, but both of them have never... like they're the, They stand alone as accomplishments for, you know, Premier League sides. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, it's. I mean, you can make the case either way, and it's really, I mean, it's 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 defensible in either position. You root. I mean, Patrick. First off, Mazel Tov. No invincibles yeah. this season. Champagne popping. Yeah, yeah yep. we were already, already season. Another season. Yeah. Just like I last season and every season before that. If it's like City or the runaway league league winners and Liverpool or the runaway league winners, it's it's just like wanting them out so badly in the other competitions, just to make sure it's not a possibility. Just to race the treble. Yep, a hundred percent. Right. Oh yeah, Liverpool had me sweating last year, no for doubt. Sure. And then Simeone masterclass, but put these cojones on the table and listen to this with your ears. Arsenal's best goalkeeper of the Premier League era doesn't even crack United's top three. Look, uh, De Gea, Van der Sar, and then um, probably some other guy. That's <laughs> that's who's better than Arsenal's shit keepers. Look, we got checks. Old ass. We give Chesney away on a free. He was crap at Arsenal. Um, who else? You're done, no. <laughs> if you don't get it, you're done now. Snappy in fashion. Uh, that was big disrespect on David Seaman. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. say that's who I was that was going the one for. I couldn't. Yeah, that one. I was I was going. I was like lemon. Oh, I was like no, I can't be doing that. I can't be doing that. I felt you clawing for it with your words, but you couldn't yeah. quite find it. No, I didn't want it. I didn't because I, I, I was thinking. I was like going backwards, and I was like yeah, 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 and I was like no, no, not that one. Because uh, it hasn't been it hasn't been great for Arsenal recently at the keeper department. Yeah, when you think back. When you when you think back before Leno, uh, you're talking Manuel Almunia, Chesney, who I guess went on to be a half decent keeper. Uh, Lehman, probably one of the stronger ones in the bunch there. Uh, Fabianski took a run at Arsenal. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a long list of players, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, we haven't had a stalwart the way other teams seem to have had. Mm, other teams, yes. All right. Well, let's move it on. Obviously, that was a prelude. Oh, I got, I got one more. Oh, out of here? damn! I really wanted the last word there. Uh, Put him in yeah, his place. I mean, they, okay. Decided to go first. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Fool's gambit. I think they call it in chess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you're about to get an ampassant pawn capture. <laughs> just when you thought you were out, you're back in. All right. Final one. Wenger, Arsene Wenger has had a larger influence on the Premier League than Sir Alex Ferguson. There's no two ways about it. Wenger revolutionized the game from a flair and sports science perspective. He brought that French influence. Players stopped eating pork pies and started hitting the gym. Well done, James. Well done. Mm. I left you a little wiggle room there. There was barely any. There was no wiggle room in there. I had to crawl my way out like a... Like I, a, give you, I said influence, influence. I yeah. gave you the wiggle room. Okay, okay, yeah. I, you know, pride really comes into play when we're doing a game like you're done now. What matters yeah. more to you, doing the game right or just being a full-on homer and just breaking yeah. character, <laughs> busting out? It's, yeah, it's it, if it's a character test for us, it, we don't we mm-hmm. don't pass with flying colors. Mm-hmm. So let's just leave it at that. All right. Well, Crowley's cutting in. He gets the last word. That was you done now. We hope you're happy we had it back because we had to bring it back in advance. Warning of Arsenal against United at Old Trafford this weekend. It is a tasty one, folks. You will definitely see Patrick and I up on the gram squaring off. We are watching it morning after Halloween. Let's get spooky. How do you think it's going to go? Do we talk about the Champions League on this podcast? If you'd like to. I've got Fred, man of the match, United 2-1. Okay. Do you think I'm more thinking? Basically, it seems as if um, if United don't really open up the game, I think it's gonna be tough for Arsenal to get something going, as been proven recently. So I'm I'm curious what kind of United, I'm, what their tactics are. Yeah. I think if they open the game up, I think that really suits Arsenal. Not suits Arsenal. I think it it suits both teams. But I think that gives gives Arsenal a better shot. Yeah. If United plays a little bit more conservatively, I think that they're probably more likely to get one. Yeah, why don't we just do our quick preview right now? I I, I, I agree. I think Arsenal's going to set up exactly the same way they set up against, you know, the way they the ways they got their results against uh, City and Liverpool uh, really, last season. I think they'll play in kind of full stop. Yeah, I think they'll do five at the back because it's it's how they get their results. Uh, they'll, and then they'll try mm. and put some balls in behind and when you've got pace going up against Maguire and Lindelof who I think will be the uh, center back pairing you know you've always got a shot so I could you know I my heart tells me 2-1 United I could see a draw or maybe even worse I can see anything the way the season started what do you think 
I'm interested to see who. I mean, I think we'll, we'll learn a lot by the the, uh, the side Arteta fields in the Europa League about who who we might be trying to save and keep fresh sure. for for that matchup. But you know, they played the four three three for the first time last week, which as it functions moving forward, uh, it, it's effectively that same formation with the, you know Jaka dropping into a three with uh, the defenders, right? So I think they can. I'll just be interested to see what they do. I'm not. I'm not convinced that they'll play the five. If they go play the five, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I'll be interested to see the team Arteta picks. You know, I think he's getting a little bit of scrutiny over his his decision making, um, kind of in the public Naturally. sphere. So I'm, I wonder if this one is going to be a people questioning his tactics. Big game, having lost a few games in, on, on the trot, it would be a bad look for him. So I, I'm just curious to see what he does, Arteta. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe we'll get. Maybe we'll get like a like a balls on the table Arteta performance because Ollie's he's not facing the sack Ollie right now. He, he's you know he's in his safe cushy chair, so maybe he won't bring the heat. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It's uh, all they got to do something. They've gone I think two games without scoring mm-hmm, Arsenal. So mm-hmm. time to pretty, time to spark a fire right now. Yeah. Nothing would be better content for this podcast than a Nicola Pepe brace. So I am mm. I am bracing myself for that. Yeah. Probably got to play more than 20 minutes, but he scored last time out against United, I believe. Bang. So, we'll oh, see. yeah, the live stream. Sponsored by uh, – who was sponsoring us at, at that time? Stumptown. Stumptown Coffee. Oh, Stumptown. Yeah. Oh, also Canada Dry was on that Canada one. Canada Dry, I yeah. Believe. Yeah, shout out to those guys, wherever they may be. Yeah. Uh, okay. Big ups to Canada Dry. Big ups. Big ups. Uh, we kicked off the year with that live stream. We sure did. We sure you see, did. You could say this entire – year has been on a downward trajectory since that moment downward maybe okay okay we'll see big things in the works uh match week six recap we want to do it a little differently we want to make this more of a segment based episode we normally do headlines but we're gonna take a little break from that we're gonna do reverse headlines patrick this is like you know levels by avici Mm-hmm. This is like when you thought that was the best song you've ever heard until you heard Levels in Reverse. And now mm. it spins everything on its head, opens up your world to new possibilities. I am going to give you a headline. You know my cryptic headlines. I'm going to give you a couple, and you're going to try and tell me what game we're talking about. Which of this past match week's games mm-hmm. we're talking about. Okay. And I will own up. I will own up to the public. It's incredibly hard to do without giving away any direct clue right it's very hard to oh do. yeah oh yeah we, we, that is a, a a highlight of what we so this is a live so. keeper bin segment okay all right i have two here's the first one var happily feels justice is served by doling out harsh sentence to team lucky to get away with murder last week that's gotta be um southampton everton bang Bang! Yeah. yeah. Well, what did you make what a of the? Uh, for them. What's that? I just said what a come down for them. Yeah, I, was, I did not expect them to slip up against Southampton. Uh, Richarlison was out in this game, I believe, um, which yeah, kind of opened my eyes a little bit to their depth. Like they, they might be like eight people deep. But what I didn't realize was that. Southampton scored those goals before Dina got sent off, so it really was a, a come down game for them. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I think he got he got sent off near the end of the game. It, it, 
that was that was my take too. I was like, oh, they got a red card that, that cost them the the game. But no, not the case at all. I just don't think they were good enough uh, on the day. Maybe it was just they were riding this incredible mm-hmm. high. They got the draw against Liverpool. The fallout from that game was probably emotionally exhausting. Like you can you can make a lot of excuses for them, um, but it's also just you know this game as well as uh, what was it, the Villa game. It's like okay, we reminded us who these teams could be. You know, there's there was a little bit of a facade with both of them, maybe that they were they were maybe better than they um, or their record was, uh, you know, a little bit better than they were. So maybe a little sure. bit of regression to the mean for Everton here, losing to Southampton. Who's Southampton's in pretty good, pretty good form themselves. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Ings played the provider this time around. You know, we got Ward Prowse and uh, brace of assists. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they are not just a one-man team, as I alluded to in our transfer grades animal edition. I'm yeah, sure they're sitting listening. on like sixth in the table so far. I think that they're um, they're not to be trifled with. Yeah, they lost to Tottenham real bad. Yeah. All right, Patrick, yeah. you ready for the second one? Yeah. All right, here we go. Plumpy waits until everyone's finished their meal to steal a bread roll in the last minute. Plumpy? Yeah, it's uh, it's an endearing nickname. Uh, who scored in the last minute? Um, to, to nick a draw, you said? To steal a bread roll. To steal a bread roll. Um, Plumpy. Are you talking about a manager? Oh, let's go Wolves Newcastle, Steve Bruce? Bang! Let's go! <laughs> I was like, Troy Deeney? Did Mitrovic score? <laughs> Luke Shaw didn't get a goal. Yeah, that's the beauty of uh, headlines in reverse. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Newcastle, uh, the second occasion they've scored a late equalizer, 90th minute-ish or beyond. Earlier in the season against Tottenham, and then this time they snuck one out against Wolves. Yeah, Wolves actually have, I think, the second lowest expected goals in the entire league right now. Um, you know, I I'm always always say that I don't think, I don't believe in, you know, you should look at the expected goals, that's who's the better team, all that. I mean, I think you, you win and lose on the field, and there's a, you know, the, the ability to score when the, goal, when, the, when the game isn't in your favor mm-hmm. is, a, is a characteristic of a good team. But I think it can point to a larger issue. This was a you know, a real fun, exciting team. Uh, they're they've lost two major contributors from last year uh, in Jada and Doherty. So, what are what are they doing to replace that? How are they stepping up? It doesn't seem quite yet that like the potence, Triore, Neto, you know, thing is is really going crazy. You know, but I, th- I think they'll be okay. I just worry for them a little bit. I thought they were going to have a little bit of regression. Like I just didn't think that they did enough in the transfer window, and that was before they sold Jada. So I don't, I don't know. I'm not 100 yeah. percent all in on Wolves. Yeah, me either. If their brand of play has kind of gone down, I mean, they're sitting relatively comfortably in a Wolves-ish position with three wins and a draw out of six. But Jada's doing wonders for Liverpool. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we, we're not going to really dedicate time to their victory against Sheffield United, but he popped up with a key header sort of in the box, which I didn't know was in his locker. And it goes back to what we were saying. Is this Wolves team better than the team they assembled last year? And from an excitement perspective, I don't know if that's the case. No, I mean, they have, they have six goals in six games, and four of them yeah. are from Jimenez. And if I'm remembering these goals, they're just they're classic Jimenez 
goals where he's in the right place. He's making great Maybe plays. Maybe a pen or two, yeah. Yeah, they're they're relying on they're re- relying on moments of brilliance, and you know, you look at the people that are contributing now: Roman Sice, you know, Connor Cody, is it Den Donker? Like who? These aren't world beaters here. So they're there's you know they they were definitely a team that I think was um, what's the saying the the hold is greater than the sum of its parts. Uh, but I'm sure. curious if that'll kind of have a another like another regression to the mean uh, sure. as as they as they step in. This is what you're you're three for them in the Premier League. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Interesting to keep an eye on. All right. Well, that was reverse headlines. It's definitely harder to do than regular headlines, but it is a new thing. I liked it. <laughs> well, let's move it on to some more of our fun segments, Patrick. I do have a trivia for you. Please. Do you have a trivia? I can think of one. Well, while you think of one, also think of the answers to this trivia. How does that sound? Great. Okay. Patrick Bamford, a.k.a. Bamfordino, scored the sixth hat trick of this young Premier League season. We've only been in business for a little over a month. It's been goal crazy. This game is also called Dementia Test. I need you to name... The five other hat trick scores this season. I've got no chance. I got no chance. Okay. Give me give me some. I bet a couple. I bet. Um didn't Sterling get one? No. Song got a four goal game. Okay. Song got a four goal game. One was quite literally two one two weeks ago. Song had a four goal game. Calvert Lewin had one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's two out of five. Bamford, damn. Uh Sala had one. He scored yep. two penalties. Yep. Now think about the crazy scoreline games. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the, the dude on Villa that that, that mm-hmm. nicked one. Mm-hmm. Ollie Watkins. Yeah. Last one. Did Kane get one in the thrashing? At United? No, no but Did thank you for reminding me. Did someone get two hat tricks? No. Thrashings. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm stumped. He should, be, he should be pretty prominent in your mind right now. Mm. Rashford? Because he got one in the Champions League? Jamie Vardy. Mmm... Of against course. City. Against Pep. Yeah, we talked about it. Oh, yep, of course. Sure did. Sure did. But yeah, when I went back to look that up, I was like, wow, six hat tricks already this season? It's a glut of goals. Do you know what the most hat tricks in a Premier League season is? I feel like you're just trying to stunt on me, but I don't. No, I'm, I'm, that's my trivia question. Oh, oh, okay. Don't uh, mind the typing. I'm don't get <laughs> that was my That was my prepared uh, trivia question. Uh... There's going to be a full-on guess. And if we are at six a month into the season, I am going to go with 20. Mm. Um, well, the link that I clicked on was most hat tricks among current players in their career. So, wrong. Uh, the answer is Sergio Aguero uh, with 12. <laughs> oh, this is a Thanks. good question. Thanks yeah, we have nothing. one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There are nine Premier League players 
with more than one hat trick? Can you name them all? Nine Premier League players current. Active, active, active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With more than one hat trick. Correct. Okay. Kane, Vardy, Aguero. Yeah. Son? No. Wow, okay. Uh, mm, It was his mm, first, yeah. I remember that fourth one when they were like, it was his first hat trick. Salah? Yep. Active in the Premier League? Yeah, active in the Premier League. They're in the Premier League this year. Okay. Okay. Three of them are difficult. You've gotten four of the six Sterling? Yep. Uh... Mane? Yep, he's gotten two. Wow, how many left? Three, and these are the three difficult ones. Um, <laughs> two of them, I don't think, did it any time recently, and then one <laughs> of them uh, is just like you'd never guess. Okay. Um... Someone crazy like, I don't know, Callum Wilson? Yep, Callum Wilson's got two. Yee! Uh, okay, so two left? Two more, yeah. I wanted to go with uh, Troy Deeney, but I know it's A, that's not true, and B, is not in the Premier League, but my heart right. told me. I don't know. Who we lost to? Theo Walcott and Andy Carroll. Wow. You're never getting those two. No. Walcott. Yeah. I didn't think he was a finisher, let alone two hat tricks. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, you, okay. you know, as many chances as you get. I think hat the same reason Sterling's great, on this list. That was a great, yeah. Yeah, Sterling. Talk about a guy who, Probably no matter how ten. good you know he is, just misses sitter after sitter. It's wild. That was a great trivia, Patrick. Way to pull that one together. It was crazy how it was so similar to yours in the end. It is. I mean, coincidence doesn't strike twice, is the old saying. That is the saying. Mm-hmm. They, they do say that. Little bit leave it, Patrick. It's a little bit leave it. I was just going to use this time to trash your Mason Mountain take and just keep beating a horse that doesn't seem to die. He didn't start. Um, he Did didn't he? start. Yeah. But he didn't start in the Champions League either today. So yeah, I'm going to go out on the limb. He's learning his place. Mm, that's one way to look at it. It is. I think you are a fool, but something to up the ante. We have our first ever inaugural shared little bit leave it take. We have West Brom and Fulham getting relegated, and I believe you have one to offer to the floor. I do. I do. Uh, yeah, this one, I think you're going to love, James. I don't think Lou, Leeds will lose by more than one goal all season. By more than one goal. I think, yeah, they'll lose some games, but I don't think they'll lose by two. And I'm assuming they haven't lost by two this entire season yet. That is correct. Okay. That would be a strange one to throw out there if they had. It would be be an interesting one if I did that, yes. You think Bielsa's just so driven he he would lock up a performance before it gets out of hand? I I think... Not not that losing, like, a 2-0 game is even, like, a thrashing. They gave Arsenal a hell of a time in the FA Cup last year... And so I watched that game, obviously, and I've watched a decent amount of Leeds games this year. They they just bring it every single game. They bring mm-hmm. it everything, every single game. Patrick, are you a closet Leeds fan? 
I like them. Yeah, they're fun uh-huh. to watch. They uh-huh. they play a fun brand of football. And Bielsa okay. is is an absolute character. If he gets if he gets cast in bronze, it'll be on a stool. It'll be drinking. Coffee. <laughs> How many people can you name who did that? No, it's, he, well, God, he's he's such a great character to have on the touchline. He really really I, is. And his team's brilliant. His team's brilliant. I'm gonna throw that back in your face. United will be a team to beat them by more than by more than one goal this season. Okay. Finally, we have directly competitive. Direct. Leave it. Competitive. Little bit. Leave it. Takes. I just hope that I uh, lose that before United, so you do not get satisfaction. Right. Yeah. I mean, way to way to duck out on your take before it even leaves the station. No, I'm committed to the take. I just hope. That if I lose it, it happens before, so you don't get the ultimate satisfaction. You just me. don't want me to be happy. Got it. Got it. Well, that's, yeah, your words. <laughs> Do you have any others? Um, I got to tell you, I'm starting to cool a little bit on my Pepe take, but I'm not going to drop oh, you're, it just Oh, you're yet. cooling. You're cooling. A little on. bit. A little bit. What was that you said about Mount learning his place? Learning his place? Uh, yeah, he is trash and he belongs on the bench. does not matter how many fixtures you have. There's certain places for players like him, and that's that's what I think he needs to learn. That does not apply to Pepe in any way. Just so I'm getting it straight. Well, I think he's learning it. I don't think he really has a choice <laughs> in the matter. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. It's it. I'm, I'm interested to see how you know the the, the season kind of always starts like this, where you know the no one's really hurt yet. There's no. Real fixture congestion. You're not rotating the squad as much. Yeah, everyone's going to get a chance to get in form. Like he he hasn't had a chance to get in form. So oh, yeah. I think he'll he's going to get he'll get a shot to do that. But it's it's a bit head scratching that you want to go get you get William uh, uh, William William, and then uh, when you don't have William, uh, you decide to move Aubameyang to the right, play Saka on the left. You know, mm-hmm. it's just there's something's missing. If only you know, we had a right winger. Yeah, something's missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I'm uh-huh. cooling on that one a little bit. But I want to. I want to see him actually get a decent run of form in. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for being honest there. Yeah. We'll keep everyone abreast of your. Never been more confident leader. in my Mason Mount take than I am today. Is that a fact? Mm-hmm. Started four games. Five. Four. Okay. Out of ten. Four to six. Out of six. Over thirty games to go. Thirty-two. Yes, I think he'll start five of those. Okay, but not six. No. So you so you got it right on the button. Mm-hmm. I think I nailed it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Supreme confidence. Yeah, dude. So it's 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 bang on, James. Don't worry about Patrick, it. Patrick, sidebar. It's you know something I'm addicted to? Just what? out in you know workplace settings and, and, and with friends. I can't stop doing the Mike Green bang voice. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> There's it applies to more things than you think it would. I can't even the things it does not apply to. Um, it's just it's just seasoning on any sentence. Yeah, it it takes it up a notch. There's a reason he's mm-hmm. one of the best. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I even throw out a double bang. Anyway, I just had to say it. I just Appreciate say it. it. Okay. Freak of the week. Why don't you go ahead? Mine. I might as well just call this the. What did Mourinho say this this week? Uh-huh. Uh, but when he was talking about team selection, he said... If I you know, speak, I, f- I am in trouble. Yeah. Uh, he said, I feel sad every time I have to write a list of players selected for a game. It's not It's not just about Delhi. This is the life of a big club. The life I know from Real Madrid, Inter, Chelsea. 
Oh, <laughs> sauce. <laughs> the man is, he won't stop. Yeah, big stop. disrespect. Big disrespect to Porto there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he loves he loves having to go. I can't. I I know that I should hate this man. Like I, in in you show me some you know Jose Mourinho Wenger quotes, and then I'll, I I can get I can get there for you if you want me to. But he's just so damn entertaining. I can't get enough of him. He when he's not managing your club, you want him around every minute of every day, like mm-hmm. punditry. Um, TV shows or managing another club even if it's Spurs it's just great he did the uh, you remember how it was, an all, it was a meme that when Ollie beat him last season he patted his head yep yeah when Spurs beat United 6-1 Mourinho patted Ollie's head while making eye contact with the closest camera <laughs> this guy's got to nothing to lose there's levels <laughs> Oh, God. All right. What about you? Patrick, I am crossing the Iberian Peninsula for this one. It's a little break of the rules, but so much has happened over in Spain that I can't not make it my freak of the week. I'm calling it El Frico Clasico because I want to talk about Real and I want to talk about Barca. Mm. Three things in particular. Patrick, these are the two teams that used to be the gold standard of football in the 2010s. Um, It wasn't which team is the best. It's which these two teams are clearly the best and which one is better. Uh, first off, on the Barcelona side of things, uh, for when, when Real won El Clasico, Ronald Koeman has this doozy quote. He says, VAR is designed to take away decisions from Barcelona. Love that. I love that. We need is, more crazy energy around VAR. That is insane energy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think this guy knows that he's, he's got a short shelf life here, so I think mm-hmm. he's going to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. He belongs on Conspiracy Pod. Yep. We'll get him. Mm-hmm. And then follow that up with Josep Bartomeu, the disgraced cuck president who no one likes, uh, resigning because he knows he was facing a vote of no confidence. And if that's not enough, his last little jab goes, oh yeah, by the way, we've started to sign up Barcelona for this European Super League club. Proceedings have begun. There's nothing you can do about it. The guy's just an animal. Is <laughs> My question to you on this is: Do you think this is Messi winning, and the Man City saga was all a, all a ruse? What do you think? He got what he wanted in the end, maybe. Ooh, you think the he Man goes City next thing being a ruse. It seems that's like- an interesting one. I'm not going to go that far. I think he wanted to leave, but what I know for sure is the Spanish and specifically the Catalonians are a proud people from countless days I've spent in Barcelona, mm-hmm. less than a week to be exact. But he knows he was facing a vote of no confidence because the club's run by fans, and they have a say on who the board is, who the president is. And That's he awesome. knows he was going to be the first club to be voted out, or sorry, president to be voted out. And he's like, nah, not on my, not on my name. I'm taking, I'm taking myself out of this one, but not before one last shank to the ribs with the European Super Club uh, announcement. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what Messi does next summer because so you it, think it was a yeah. ruse. Well, that was our first instinct, wasn't it? Was he's just trying to cause up a fuss so that he gets his way with the board, and then the transfer window came and went, uh, and you know he gets his way with the board. Uh, so I mean, was he was he ever going to? I mean, it seems like they went through a lot of damn hoops. So I don't think it was oh, entirely no, a ruse. Man. 
But I, I am interested that now that the board, like, what happens over the next year? Is there something that can happen over the next year that Lionel Messi says, I'm here to end my career, you know, two, three years, part of a rebuild, and then, you know, I'll have maybe a, a season or two left and, and try to win the Champions League there? Or does he go to a, a Man City? They need to even promise be Man City? Who even knows? So They need to promise him, like, a Neymar or an Mbappe, I think, if he's going to yeah. stay next summer. Oh yeah, I'd I'd love to see him. I mean, him him and Neymar together was so much fun. If only Neymar mm-hmm. could get out of his own way, but that's a different story. Mm-hmm. All right, Patrick. Well, let's take it to Madrid, Real Madrid. They won. They won El Clasico, so they got a little bit more respect on their name right now. But they are hot trash in the Champions League. Lost one and drawn one. Uh, I know we don't talk about the Champions League too much, but Kareem Benzema was spotted in the tunnel with a, a hot mic telling his teammate, the left back, not to pass to Vinicius Jr., saying, I swear on my mother, he plays for the other team. It's pretty bad. It's, I he mean... He said it in French, and the kid can't speak French. Yeah, yeah, so like he right was, like, speaking pretty openly. Yeah. And Thibaut yeah. Courtois was just minding his own business. Yeah, it's pretty bad uh, from... From Benzema, and it, I mean, it's in, now that it's out, like there's no, there's no hiding that from Vinicius. You got to wonder what it means. Was he twenty, Vinicius Junior? It's, and you know the pressure that they put on on on, on Madrid players. Mm-hmm. Feel for the kid, but you've got. It'll to. be interesting to see if he 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 sticks it out at at, at Madrid because it looks like that Rodrigo guy's got all the talent in the world. Who knows what's going to happen with uh, Hazard or like the likes of Odegaard or something like that. So. He, yeah. he, he might not last long uh, yeah. just with, with the stakes there, which is a bit sad because he's a tremendous talent. It's a sad one. You don't want that coming from the leader of the team. No, it's bad know. from Benzema. It's bad. It's, it's bad. bad for him. But I'll tell you this, Patrick. We would be hypocrites if we're sitting here saying we didn't say that about a certain you know player or two in, in Marvista League. Sometimes plans need to change. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's just like, you know, we're not being recorded and – we're not standing right in front of them. Like I never I have a platform. I don't think I don't think either of them are listening. But I, I don't think I said anything to to Ron or or Musty just to their face. It was all, always behind their back, <laughs> like a true man. <laughs> well, we, I was asked to, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. But and if I, you've I, never not, said not that in my eyes, I guess if you've never said that about another player on a team, you are the guy who's who you, people are saying don't pass to. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that just has to be the rule. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. I mean, there's a, there's got to be somebody. <laughs> there's always one, but yeah, um, hopefully you know Vinicius turns it around. You get yeah. that FIFA 20 cover, and all of a sudden, way of the world. Mm-hmm. Goal of the week, Patrick. Why don't you send us in again? I'm going with an a cheeky one. I'm going with Bamford's third. Yo, me this, too. This goal was, I, I, I can't even describe it. It was just beautiful. Like this footwork around the ball. The ball didn't move. He found a really nice sliver of space and just kind of, just kind of, just guided it past. Um, I mean, Martinez. It was just such a such an exquisite bit of class, really out of nothing. It was it I was, mean, and on a on a hat trick too. Yeah, because it was just to a man seal on the hat trick. Yeah. This guy is probably from Yorkshire or something, and he just turns in a prime messy with the footwork in the box. It's insane. It's beautiful. I, there's a reason I called him Bamfordino earlier. Nimble. 
Yeah, I I have to agree, Patrick. Bamford number three. It's it's just pretty. It's got a little it, bit of everything in it. It'll be interesting because he um they brought in Rodrigo that has not gotten off to the best start. Bamford's obviously in good form, so let's see if he can keep that going. That'll be an th- interesting one. Interesting it's one weird. to watch. I think they're I think they're riding out Rodrigo and Bamford in the same lineup. I think they're pushing him a little out wide instead mm. of having him as the main man. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quick meta culture. It's actually an update on Petercheck. It's our weekly Petercheck update. Uh, the story has developed since last week, where Chelsea announced him to their squad as the fourth goalkeeper, just in case of a COVID nightmare. Um, the latest here is Mark Schwartzer, a fellow former goalkeeper and goalkeeping coach at Chelsea, says before Benjamin Mendy came in, Petercheck was outperforming Caballero and Kepa in training. Jesus. And was the best goalkeeper. I believe that full heartedly. You have to. You have to. With Caballero, it's no problem. And Kepa, you're just like, wow. That's just how far you've fallen. Yeah. In Mendy training, looks like no a proper less. player, though. He looked good against United. Yeah. Yeah, Mendy does look good. And uh, Thiago Silva also had a good game against United. So, you know, as a Chelsea hater, I, I hope they don't come through. Right. Um, but, yeah. Troubling signs if they fix their goalkeeper problem. Right, right. If they can keep the ball out of the net, you know, they've, they've got no problem scoring right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, why don't you take us home? All righty. Degenerate district time. And James, I'm going to lock what I'm going to call the relegation bowl. It's Fulham versus West Brom. I can't even oh, believe Eyes on this the- game. This is We have to do a segment on this game next week. Yeah, we got to watch this game. Uh, I'm locking Fulham to get their first three points of the year. Um, this one, I am going uh, on expected goals. In case you can't tell by this podcast, I spent a little bit more time on expected goals this week. That is and, a theme. Yeah. And Fulham is actually doing a little bit better than you might you might expect. And maybe the oh, luck just isn't going game. their way. So we'll see. I think both these teams are ass. At plus 140, consider Fulham locked. Uh, it's, it's, it's the safest bet out there. Uh, this is also a week after me saying just bet against Fulham. So this is an interesting <laughs> bet, maybe, but ride with me on the journey to more success. Well, My remind the people games. that you you, oh, go ahead. you you got the lock last week. You're, let's, let's let's not forget you're building your resume back up again. What am I'm, I think I'm I think I'm four and two on the lock this year. So decent decent on the lock so far, but could be better. Could be better. Uh, I got a crock. Could always I'm, be better. I'm bringing the croc back down to earth. I feel like people, if they're taking these donkeys, I'm starting to lose some credibility. <laughs> so I hit one week one. Some might call it some dumb luck. Others might call the rest of the five weeks donkey luck. Dumb exact. luck. Uh, but I'm taking this croc to a single game. Crystal Palace to beat Wolves is plus 325. We just talked about what we saw out of Wolves. Palace is a, a team that can strike. They're not a team that lacks the firepower to hang with a, a team like Wolves. And at plus 325, it seems too good not to pass up. If you don't like it for a crock, you should eat it up as a meatball. This is a toss-up game, and to get 325 odds in a toss-up game, you got to take it. It's a no-brainer. I like that. I, I feel like you're getting back to the true fundamental roots of what a crock is for. It was never Shrek and Donkeys. It was it was the pure game, you know. Put it up on the mantle, and this I feel like is a good it's a good crock. So much for noble steed. 
<laughs> anyway, my specimen balls this week. Uh, I'm actually going a little bit the opposite way. Uh, I've had a tough time relying on the big team so far this year, James. It's been difficult. They've been ruining a lot of my donkeys. So I'm going with Sheffield United plus one and a half against City. Sheffield United just uh. just only lost by one to Liverpool. City can't seem to get their house in order. Who knows who's even going to be playing for them. Plus one and a half is a decent one, even odds. Burnley plus one against Chelsea. Burnley's scratching and clawing, getting some points. Uh, Chelsea's form in the league has been less than less than stellar. So I think it's worth a flyer on that mm-hmm. one as well. And mm-hmm. I do believe we did it in our little preview. I think under two and a half at even odds in the Manchester United-Arsenal game is a pretty, pretty good bet. Uh, I don't really expect these teams to open it up. Uh, really, the only the only way I see that game going any other way is if one of those teams nicks a goal in the first twenty minutes and then mm-hmm. the whole thing busts wide open. Yeah, Patrick, I think these are smart takes when you say them before the games actually happen in your phrasing of them. If that makes sense, it, n- nothing you've said has ever made more sense. Okay, good. So you know where I'm coming from when I say in this moment, I. I would like to ride your bets, but somehow something always goes wrong. Right, right. That's why you bet on all of them. Right. Yeah, spread the wealth. Well, that about wraps it up for this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed Degenerate District. I hope you enjoyed the entire episode. Patrick, if you could be one celebrity, past, present, or future, who would it be? Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Folks, that was Patrick. This is James signing off match week six. We'll see you next week. What's up, Prem Heads? Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts at Prem De La Prem, a Premier League podcast, and smash that subscribe button for all other interviews, segments, and hot takes that you can handle. You can also find us on Instagram for some fire content at Prem De La Prem Podcast. No spaces, no punctuation, just like life.